Splinter Business Stories. Hello, hello! Splinter Business Stories podcast is here. And your fellow IT comrade is as usual taking turn to bring you entertaining, light and easygoing stories. Most of you are working from home and I'm happy that nowadays people who have never done it before are able to experience telecommuting and remote working. Many find it challenging. For many people, such as me, work from home gives me the ultimate opportunity of staying productive and working on my own schedule, which is totally corresponding office hours, except for the two hours of my life that are not wasted on commuting. It's a real blessing. I'm not going to hit the topic of working from home or start giving you productivity tips. My LinkedIn is full of such posts. For real, if you do not how to work from home, take it as a new experience and find your way through it. Believe me, you will be much more productive and save lots of time which you will be able to spend on reading COVID-19 news and updates, panicking or reading that book that you always wanted to read but never had time. Also, consider coronavirus as a new experience. Once in a century, this world faces a pandemic and we, as people living here and now, are able to take this challenge and conquer it. The history is made here and now and we are with shopping carts full of toilet paper, soap and water, hand sanitizers are gone long time ago, uh, we are becoming the symbols of this resistance. I consider this as an exciting, but of course a scary time. And I'm afraid to catch a cold, because I have already had my cold flu parade a couple months ago when coronavirus was not even in the horizon. Like any of you, I'm afraid of catching COVID-19 and, as every one of you, I stocked up with canned food and toilet paper, because our main goal in this life is to eat and to… you know, you know what. So, while reading so many scary stories about coronavirus and so many complaining stories about the challenges of working from home, I came up with a new theme which I will hardly hope make you smile and forget about the fears of the outside world. And oh, almost forgot! What time is it? Story time! Today I'm going to tell you some funny work stories. Some were sent to me on LinkedIn, some I found online and I'll make sure I include credentials for authors if they ever want to be credited for their stories. This is my way of keeping you entertained, Splinter community. The first story came from Jamie. We go without last names because for this one this is the maximum I can share about this wonderful person. 
So here is Jamie and her story. I was one of five people in the office early one morning. Three girls, two guys. And I walked over the printer and I see a bra laying right in front of it. I called my boss over to show her and she picked it up by strap, turned around and yelled, did someone lose something? The other chick grabbed her own chest and turned really red and said it was hers and it must have fallen off. <laughs> I still wonder how she thinks we believe a bra with straps fell off and fell out of a shirt with sleeves. How did she not notice her bra wasn't on and how it really ended up on the floor? End of story. <laughs> well, 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 I must say some offices do have pretty wild gals wandering around. Mine doesn't have for sure and it's a good thing. Finding someone's underwear on the office space must be a traumatizing experience. But there is a small remark to this story. This story happened almost a decade ago. And as we know, some time ago the attitude to such things was more than okay. So we have to give the credit to the times. And we are moving forward. This story came from Lorraine Ramasco and this story is literally shouting Humans are so awkward! So let's hear the story! I was presenting during a sales pitch to a Fortune 50 company. We were working on 1 billion plus deal. I asked the group a provocative question that required a little thought. It was during that long pause that the poor head of treasury for the prospect company farted. It was loud. It was very, very loud. And you know what follows after the long, loud toot. And then, to make it worse, he apologized. I'm sure there is a place in heaven for me because I worked through the remainder of the session locked away in a small room with my firm's senior executives, the prospect senior executives, the treasury guy and his part without making a fool of myself and rolling on the floor in hysterics. <laughs> Honestly, I am in complete hysteria right now. So yeah, Lorraine, you rock. Just imagine the facial expressions of all the people in the room and what was that guy even thinking? That is truly hilarious. And once more it shows that we are human beings. Even those executives and treasurers who make you feel their guts. Well, they are not. So take it easy and go for whatever you want to do. It can't get worse, it will get only better. And we are moving forward with the last story for today's episode. This story is a true representation of how we all send emails. Yeah, the full cycle of creating these newsletters or updates which you receive every month might seem easy at first, but oh, you can't even imagine all the hustles and bustles we, people of marketing, people of sales, people of IT, have to face to bring these emails out there. 
So, here is the story of Alex Schiff, former co-founder and CEO of Fetchnotes and product manager at Occipital. I sent an email that didn't have text to create line breaks in the email and it went out as one block of text. We needed to send a fixed version out and an apology. So my co-founder sent a test email to make sure that it was working. He meant to send it just to me, but he ended up sending it to the entire user base. Unfortunately, he has a sense of humor and the email said, this is my test email, bitches. We sent out a we really screwed up apology. We ended up getting hundreds of emails. But the ironic thing was, 99% of them were overwhelmingly supportive. People just wanted to let us know that it made their day or how happy they were to know it was real human beings and not corporate robots behind their services. <laughs> oh, those test emails! You can't even imagine how many weird mistakes I've done when I was just starting out. The reason why all these things happen is very simple. When you have to face the audience of hundreds of people, you do not want to screw up. And you get stressed. And you're under pressure. And everything crashes the moment you realize you made a mistake. But my pro tip, take it easy. I would say that 99% of people in your mailing list will not even pay attention tiny bit of attention at your email. You'll be lucky if someone actually opens it and reads it through carefully. So do not worry too much about some miscellaneous stuff. This was it for today. I promise to accelerate with my podcast to make sure you get fresh portion of pleasant joy during these strange times of world's pandemic. Stay safe and stay healthy. It was Anita and her business splinter stories. Bizu bizu. <laughs>wanted to kickstart the marketing of your tech company or accelerate your startup, Cadaret is here for you. Market doesn't have sympathy. It doesn't understand the times. You have to act fast to grow. We provide marketing services for tech companies and we will be glad to connect with you. And if you are a startup or NPO working to solve COVID-19 challenges, and help your communities, we are ready to help for free. Contact Cadaret.io and we will bring your product or organization to the front line.